2: America, Who wants to see me drink all these beers? For the home listener, there's like six beers on stage.
1: Oh, It's great to be here at the San Francisco Comedy and Burrito Festival. I'll tell you, never has a comedy festival been more appealing to me
2: in my entire life when I mean our, our boss. If only they could somehow make it the San Francisco Comedy, Burrito, and Reruns of Cheers Festival. <laughs> then maybe. You know what? Kirstie Alley is underrated. That's a side opinion. Wow.
1: Okay. Coming in hot. I, um... I probably... How many people here are already Jordan Jesse Go listeners? A lot. How
2: many people... How how many people are uh, homeless Polish people staying... (laughs) Who are living for free in this Polish cultural center? (laughs) Yeah.
1: How how many people are just here because you heard there was a great painting of Woodrow Wilson? A literal painting of Woodrow Wilson for people. <laughs> Apparently, he did something for the polls. But I'm actually—I grew up—I um, grew up not very far from here. Um, like maybe, what are we at? Folsom? Is Folsom our cross street? Isn't that what we're looking at? Shotwell? Yeah. So I grew up like ten blocks from here. Burritos are like the central. I actually the other day, our friend W. Kamau Bell was on, who's been a guest on Jordan Jesse Go was on uh, Bullseye and I interviewed him about his new show and one of the things that he talked about on the show was the fact that as his career had continued along, still a little ringy um,
2: as his career had continued along uh, that high-pitched noise that was going for a while, that's for
1: all the dogs in the audience (laughs) that's a sound that only the Polish can hear (laughs) it's telling them to kill (laughs) invade the Falklands Jordan does not have a strong grasp of European history. (laughs) You should just get that out right now. Um, So I was talking to Kamau, and he said that, like, over the course of his career, his jokes have become more and more personal. And I had been talking to him about a joke that he did when we used to do shows together in San Francisco, like, ten years ago, that I still remembered. And it was... I don't remember much about it, but I remember it involved talking about hearing so much about San Francisco burritos because he had just moved from Chicago and then getting his hands on one and then saying to the burrito, you've been talking a lot of shit, burrito.
2: And I, think, I think I'm remembering that joke, too, and I also think he's super high in that joke. Yeah.
1: And um, I, I, I was talking to him and he says you know, now I do a lot more personal stuff, stuff about race, stuff that's really meaningful to me, and I, we cut this out of the interview, but I had to explain to him that the reason I had retained that for ten years was because as important as politics and race are to W. Kamau Bell, that's how I feel about burritos. (laughs) It is the central element of my, like, personal narrative. Like, if, if I wrote a book about my life, 12 chapters, like, Two would be about burritos. <laughs> one about regular burritos. One about super burritos. <laughs> one called burritos should have rice in them. One called Southern California burritos are bullshit. <laughs> like just like big like like charts that say like s- steam the tortilla. <laughs>
2: it makes it stretchier. I think I feel like and and as a as a Southern Californian, hearing hearing a Northern Californian talk about burritos to me is like hearing a metal guy talk about the subgenres of metal <laughs> or an autistic eight-year-old talking about Pokemon. <laughs> you can only kind of look and nod <laughs> and just hope they finish up.
1: <laughs> like, I, I have really passionate feelings attached to really specific things about burritos. Like, if someone in front of me in line orders black beans in their burrito I can't I obviously I'm not going to get in a fight with them (laughs) but you will key their car
2: you will key their fucking car a fucking
1: yuppie asshole that's ruining Uh the mission with uh their black beans and
2: what does Charizard
1: evolve into a fucking vegetarian uh burrito uh fuck uh you that's how
2: I feel about the other thing
1: I feel really strongly about Uh I went out to lunch what's the difference
2: between Norwegian black metal and power (laughs) violence uh huh uh huh
1: I went, out, cool. I went out to uh, lunch with my best friend from childhood, Peter Frauenfelder, and we went to uh, Taqueria El Taco Loco, and we had super burritos, and we were about three-quarters of the way through. I, look, I can eat a whole super burrito. I choose not to, number one. Let's make that clear. Like, I, there was a time in my life, but not anymore. I'm a grown-up now. So you have what's left, right? And you save what's left because that's important. That's a treat for later, you know. That's like... If you give that to someone else, like that is like a promise ring. Like That is really, really, really serious thing. And my friend Peter... I heard that Mitt Romney gave one of those to his <laughs> wife while they were dating. <laughs> he just sent one home from his mission. That's why one of his sons is named Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Tag Burrito. Tag Burrito. Spot Rover.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I just assume that... I don't know what their names are. But uh, I think it's really fun to make up fit, fake Mitt Romney child names. It is. Um, but my friend Peter said something to me that I thought was the most beautiful and significant thing that you could ever say about that piece of the burrito that's left. I was covering it up, and I said, I'm going to save this for later, and he looked at me really seriously, and he, and he says, Hey, wait,
2: don't cover that burrito. I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've heard this story before. <laughs> He looks, he, he looks at me, I, I cover it up. He looks at me and he says, Yeah, Jesse, you got to marinate the stump. <laughs> That's what I believe you in. You got stump. I believe in marriage equality, peace between nations, and marinating the stump. <laughs>
2: Your three core beliefs.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy. So, the moral of the story is I'm happy to be here, yeah. happy to be in the mission. Um, Jordan, you haven't been here that many times. Yeah. Or
2: what do you think? Um, no, I'm having a great time, uh, but I, I feel like on the way over, I missed an opportunity. What do you mean? Uh, on the flight. Uh, so the flight from, from LA to San Francisco is like about an hour, uh, so I like to bring a little light reading. Sure. Uh, Cosmo. Sure, yeah, Cosmo. Uh, Tiger Beat. You know, just see, yeah. <laughs> a Pedophile Magazine. <laughs> it's a lifestyle magazine, so there's like gadget guides and stuff. Um, to no. be fair, he didn't subscribe for the magazine. He
1: subscribed because if you subscribe, you get a telephone pole shaped... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, telephone. Telephone. That's a telephone
3: pole. A
1: telephone pole. That's way worse. That's a great gift. So think of Sports Illustrated gave you a telephone pole when you subscribe. <laughs> no. A telephone... Okay, a telephone shaped like... Uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Young Macaulay Culkin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know my dad's here, right, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Haley. Um... So uh, so, I I brought uh, there, there's a there's a there's a comic I've been meaning to read. It's called it's called Saga, and I'm always a little bit uh, I'm always a little bit embarrassed to pull out a comic book on an airplane. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It's one of those nerd bashfulness things that I can't seem to get over, and the person next to me. Uh, on the plane, this is kind of a little two-seater plane. Uh, you know, the two two-seat rows. Jordan flew over with, with Harrison John, Ford. <laughs> and Harrison. I was going to say, Jen. John. Me and John Travolta flew over, yeah. jerked each other off. Um, so you know, and the person sitting next to me is this kind of sophisticated business lady, well dressed, case, BlackBerry, the whole thing. So sensual, like, sen- very sensual. So I'm like, ah, god, do I really want to? DTF. Yeah. Uh, like, do I, want to, do I want to pull out this comic book and read it next to this lady who's just going to roll her eyes at me or something? And, and um, to make matters worse, this particular comic has some saucy bits. Uh, one particular scene has, has people with TV heads fucking each other. There's a, race of, there's a race of characters in this comic book that have TV heads, and there's a pretty graphic sex scene pretty early on. Is this comic book just about a concert by the residents? <laughs> yes. It comes with a free tab of acid. <laughs> and it's not a comic book, it's a plate. It's a commemorative plate. Um, and you just fucking look at it. Um... And so I'm like, oh boy, not only am I reading a comic book, but I'm going to look like some like, weird anime pervert or something like that. And yeah, Which, I look, I look fair, down on an- people who enjoy anime. Um,
1: I think it's fair to look down on people who jack off to anime. <laughs>
2: That's a lower form of life. Sure, I mean, I'm, in, like, I'm enjoying like, the world created by these TV head people, but I'm right. not jerking off to it. Right. Maybe the TV people will creep into my mind sure. during a sesh, but it's not the principle. Anyway. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I've been meaning to read this comic. This is a great time. I'm just going to do it. Bashfulness be damned. So I'm reading this comic and then I look over and my seatmate, my classy business seatmate is reading Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) And, you know, and, and then I'm like, and that made me feel a little bit better. I'm like, okay, well... Fuck, you know, let's do it. You know, let's both enjoy our, you know, our, our, our popcorn culture and, and, and have a nice time on the plane. So it was, it was fun to not be embarrassed about reading a comic book. But what I'm wondering is, did I miss a chance to get into the Mile High Club? <laughs> I did not engage this woman. Uh, you know, there was I, she, she bumped my tray and spilled a little coffee. Jordan, signals! Signals! I know! So, I mean, was there a point where I should have looked over and said, Oh, hey, uh, you're into mom bondage. (laughs) I'm into TV head fucking. (laughs) Why don't we head back to the tiny bathroom
1: and make this happen? Jordan, yeah, I, I know that you're into mom
2: bondage. <laughs> I, I am. What did you do before Fifty it Shades of Grey? I mean, uh, mommy blogging. I was into mommy blogging, <laughs> right? And then it just naturally segued well, into mommy bondage. Well, you got super bondage. commercial. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what's like, a sponsored post and what's not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, get it. I can understand and then, that. And uh, then you know, kind of naturally got into mommy bondage.
1: That is an amazing
2: thing because someone was reading Fifty Shades of Grey three
1: which is called 30 Shades of Something. I can't remember. Does anyone know what it's... You don't yell it out. It's embarrassing. Uh, so I didn't mean to put you in that position.
2: Uh, but what's the sexiest episode of Naruto? <laughs> <laughs> I think the people who got that enjoyed it. That's
1: a show about somebody fucking an octopus. <laughs> I can only presume. That's an anime. Popular anime. Um. So... E- the lady's reading it. huh She's just sitting there reading it. And I started thinking, like, I got into the same headspace you were in, but further down the line, like, am I allowed to read pornography on an airplane? Uh, right. Like, I feel weird watching Six Feet Under on an airplane because oh, it yeah. might show, like, saucy comes on. somebody's sure. boob, you know, Lauren Ambrose's boob or something. I don't think they showed that on Six Feet Under. Bummer, but... Um, <laughs> The like, but moms across America are reading pornography in public. I guess, like, I have no pro- I, number one. Let me make it clear: I have no problem with moms reading pornography. I say, go to town. If there's any moms here, more power to you. However, it is a little right. Like, what? Am, what does does this open new vistas for us? Oh, for example, let me start slow sure. here. Could I read Fifty Shades of Grey in public?
2: <laughs> I think if you, if you read it, like, and put on kind of a critical show, like, you weren't really enjoying it, like, it was more of a social experiment. Like, like if, a, if I went, did a lot of... <laughs> huh. Fuh. Chuh. As if.
1: David Denby would never countenance this. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, like now it. what about, what if it was a, something that was a pornography book that didn't have any boobs or anything on the cover, but it wasn't Fifty Shades of Grey? Could I read that? Oh, like a, like a Harlequin romance? Like something with Fabio? No, that doesn't, that's not, it doesn't have a, the, Fifty Shades of Grey is much more sex focused than a Harlequin romance, right? This lady with the, fr- sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting confirmed that this is, that it's much more, is a sex book. It's not a, like a romance novel, there's sex parts, there's regular sex parts, but
2: it's about the other stuff, right? Right. Yeah, it's about pirating. (laughs) Most of the stuff is like a, it's a pirate narrative. People, this is, I mean, I mean, I haven't read Fifty Shades of Grey, but this is how I imagine it. A guy and a girl are in this room and then start fucking. (laughs) 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 That's basically
1: it, right? Then shit gets a little weird. Okay. Not very weird, slightly, very slightly weird. Very yeah. gently weird.
2: But yeah, but I think, I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is if, if you know, anybody, if anybody ever sees me on a plane and I'm reading a saucy comic book, like, I don't know, make the first move. I'm into it. It's a signal. It's a nonverbal signal. If you have a TV mask, great. If not... You know, if you fly Virgin, they actually give you a TV mask. They give you a oh, nice little sweet. and some slippers. That's sweet, yeah. And they play a nice chill wave when you're landing. <laughs> yeah, play a, a nice really chill cool. wave song. Chill out, jam.
1: And they also have everything, everything sexual that happens on a Virgin airplane has the same confusing tone as the voiceover on the video they show you at the beginning of the flight. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you angry at me? Are we cool? What's our safe word? Yeah. That's how I feel about that video yeah. that they show on Virgin America
2: flights. Are you doing anything for Halloween? This is a, a, a oh, related to dressing up, etc. Oh, wait, hold on. I want to do a thing and be a confusingly toned uh, Virgin Atlantic employee that you're having sex with. Great. Oh, yeah. Give it to me? (laughs) Okay, we can move on. Okay. Um, Are you Uh, doing anything for Halloween is my question. No, I have no plans so far for Halloween. I would like to attend Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Sure. Uh, That's about it, though. These folks here presumably will
1: be going to Halloween at uh, Marine World Africa USA. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Doug McConnell, Bay Area Backroads, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> Golden Gate Bridge, <laughs> come on, I want an Jordan, applause no. break. Jordan,
1: no. Okay. If you want an applause break, you have to say Elaine Corral. Oh. Uh, all these people Dead just Kennedy's? fucking moved here from Omaha to work at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. What do they know about Elaine Corral. Um, I we, well we have we have the masquerade ball at Max Funcanis sure. which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm just going to like dress nice and wear like a mask or whatever. But this is what we were this is what we were thinking. We figured it's it's late October, probably a lot of you guys are trying to figure out what to wear for Halloween, and of course the trend right now is to wear a
2: sexy. Halloween costume, like a regular yeah, thing. A, a, sex, a sexier version of a traditional Halloween Like,
1: costume. you know, like, like for example, like for Halloween, like Sexy Nurse, for example. Like that's like a class, that's like a new classic Halloween costume. Like every lady on Halloween dresses up as a sexy thing. And they have actually taken this to like
2: absurd extremes. I don't think she's sexy. She seems like a handful. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jordan, you're getting to that point in your life. You're
1: getting to that point in your life. You're growing up, Jordan. (laughs) Um, I I, and and they've also taken this to like. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard like what's going to be the next. But this is an
2: actual thing, sexy Bart Ernie. So, like, at the See, point... See, now, I mean, along the lines of what we were talking about, Sexy Bert looks real responsible. <laughs> so... You're just saying that because you think that she might be into bottle caps like you are. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> and pigeons. Sex- sexually. <laughs> um, um, so, at this point, like, we kind of thought that sexy something is played out. But also that just going as something is also played out. I mean, we had 200 years of that before we added sexy to it. So we thought we would see if maybe we could come up with some ideas for other adjectives that you could combine with costumes. Yeah,
2: I mean, why limit it to sexy? I
1: mean... Yeah. yeah. It could be anything. So we're just going to give you guys a few ideas. Some of us
2: aren't sexy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, first of all, pregnant vampire. I mean, just... Just take vampire. This is something you're going to have to plan ahead for, ladies. Sure. (laughs) This is maybe for next year. Maybe for next year. But look, Jordan's willing to email you his flight itinerary. Right,
2: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, so pregnant vampire, I think that's good. Like, it's like a regular vampire, but like more bloated. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like retaining more water. Yeah, exactly. And with a tiny baby vampire, do vampires give birth to other vampires? A bat flies out. You, ma'am, you ah. seem to know a lot.
3: <laughs> bat flies out.
1: <laughs> 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 Sir, you're not going to You're not going to want to be in the
2: delivery room. <laughs> <laughs> One of the nurses will just try and hit it with a broom. <laughs> That's my baby. <laughs> um,
1: sleepy koala. Sleepy of course. Koala. Um.
2: That's a good one because You just take a nap Yeah (laughs) Wherever you are, you're ready for that one And then hopefully when you wake up, someone has left a pile of eucalyptus near you (laughs) Glen Park, am I right, you guys?
1: There's a lot of eucalyptus there! There's a lot of eucalyptus there!
2: (sighs) Sad eagle, of course Sad eagle uh, you know, I mean, I think this particular evil eagle eagle that we have in the uh, PowerPoint is crying because of 9/11. But your eagle can be crying because of whatever. Just whatever, like loss of habitat. Sure. Uh, just got disrespected sure. by another eagle that really knew how to get his goat. He was. Uh, he's just disappointed that Taken Two wasn't that good. Yeah. Actually, you
3: know, you
1: asserted that this eagle was sad about 9-11, but judging by this picture, he's only sad about half of
3: 9-11. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is only one tower. Maybe they couldn't find a picture of the Twin Towers, and so they just took a picture of a different building and added smoke to it. <laughs> There's only one building here. Okay. Sorry. All right,
2: loose change. All right, loose change. Disappointed Lieberman. Disappointed Lieberman. Yeah, I mean, it's like Lieberman can just be disappointed in a lot of things. I mean, just off the top of my head, Taken 2 wasn't that good. Yeah. He could be disappointed in Liam Neeson. Sure. He could, I mean, he could be disappointed
1: about the fact that he doesn't get invited on Conan anymore. He wants to sing. <laughs> did he used to get invited on Conan? He used to go sing on Conan a lot. I didn't
2: know that. Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, I
1: would be disappointed. He could be, he could be disappointed about the rancor between the parties. He's, of course, a, an independent sure senator from Connecticut, if I remember correctly. Yeah, or he, he could just be disappointed that they don't serve the McReb year-round. <laughs> he could be disappointed that he always sounds like he's about to cry, no matter what he's <laughs> saying. Joe Lieberman humor, folks.
2: Um, What else have we got? Diarrhea Diarrhea, Guy Guy Fieri. Fieri. Uh, Now, I think why this is such an amazing costume, Diarrhea Guy Fieri, Opens up a lot of possibilities. Right. What could possibly give Guy Fieri diarrhea?
1: You have to think about foods, because this guy is known for eating the worst food in the world. That's his profession. His profession is being an asshole.
2: But subcategory, assholes who eat the worst food in the world. I think maybe what would give Guy Fieri diarrhea is just accidentally eating a vegetable that wasn't deep fried. (laughs) Maybe one fell in his mouth. You know how they say, like, the average person eats five spiders a year? Yeah. Like, I think once in a while a baby carrot will just drop into somebody's mouth. I don't know where from. They're
1: just in the air. Yeah. They're in the air. They're like dust mites. You would not believe how many are in your pillow right now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe that happens.
2: And uh, he got diarrhea.
1: Anyway, um, a waxy senior...
2: A waxy I mean, senior. This is Barbara Walters, but it could be anyone. Sure, whoever looks waxy. Yeah, just all... John
1: McCain's looking pretty waxy these days. Basically, all famous elderly people now look waxy. That's a thing now. So you know, any older famous person will work for waxy senior. But a butt pair. No, granted, a pair that looks like a butt. Butt is not even an adjective. That's a noun. We've adjectivized it because we found a picture of a pear that looks like a butt. I'm not going to lie
2: to you guys. And to be fair, I think this hurts our thesis a little bit because it is kind of sexy. Yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> I would like to fuck that butt pear. <laughs> if it had a TV head.
1: Um, sexy Tom Selleck. Now, here's the thing. We tried putting other adjectives on Tom
2: Selleck, but they didn't stick. <laughs> that was the problem. Too sexy. Yeah, he's just... Innately sexy. So, I mean, I guess the one sexy costume we will permit this year is Tom Selleck. Um, of course, Hungry Bear. <laughs> Again,
1: this is one of those situations where we found a, be- a picture of a bear sitting at a picnic table, and <laughs> what are you going to do? You've got to put that in your show. No, yeah We're basically just BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah. But but to be fair, we're also grinder because another good idea is hungry bear. Hungry bear. bear. <laughs> hungry bear. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think I think what we do you think some... he's hungry for? <laughs> Honey.
2: <laughs> Someone yelled burritos. Probably burrito a dicks,
1: but yes. Yeah. Burritos. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, we want to do a contest now. Um, we're going to need a couple of volunteers from the audience. There will be, there will prizes. be prizes. I uh, don't know. Uh, any, anybody anybody on board for this? Uh, there will be no embarrassing of you. Don't worry. You'll, you'll come out looking like a rose. Anybody here? Yeah. This gentleman over here with the eyeglasses. You, sir. Come on up. Come on up. The as and, stage uh, is uh, right is there over a classic,
2: here. Is, can we get a classic boys versus girls situation? Yeah, That's a little, little more like intense. Yeah, I think like a boys
1: versus girls situation. I'm looking at you, ma'am. Let's go. Come on up. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you, ma'am. Give her a hand.
2: Sexy librarian, please. Come on up. The stage entrance is right over here. Come on up on stage. Uh, for the benefit of the home listener, this is the gal who knew about Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: <laughs> but probably because she's probably literally a librarian. Most of our listeners are literally librarians. Take a Have seat. A seat. Guys. Have a seat, Take guys. A seat.
3: <laughs>
2: Uh, sir, what's your name? Or I'll just call you Young Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yeah, I <will. laughs> can I just call you Young Bob Odenkirk? I will happily answer to that, yes. Fair enough. Young Bob Odenkirk. Feel
1: free to adjust those microphones so you can get them right near, right near
2: uh Craw. Yeah.
1: Right near your craw. Sir, what, sir, what's your
4: name again? It's Kyle. Kyle. I'm Kyle young, uh, the program. young Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, we'll call you whatever comes to mind one way or the other. <laughs> it's <laughs> unlikely that I'll remember Kyle. And ma'am, what's your name?
3: I'm Stephanie.
1: Stephanie, are you, are you by chance literally a librarian? No,
2: I'm a cook.
4: You're
1: a cook. Yeah. Okay, well that's good. Where, where, do, you, where do you cook? Is it somewhere that you would
4: want to plug? Yeah, I cook at a place in Oakland called Stag's Lunchette. Oh yeah. Oh.
1: Am I right? Stag's. Lunch- young,
2: young Bob Odenkirk knows it yeah. apparently.
1: Apparently no one else in the entire audience does We brought up the one guy uh, and, and what's your name, did I already ask? Stephanie? Stephanie, yeah Stephanie, okay So we have Stephanie and Kyle here How am going hand for Stephanie and Kyle
2: For coming up to Now uh this Now, this game that we're about to play I, I think Jesse and I both agree That maybe the funniest thing in the world Is when someone mispronounces a word slightly Yeah, I mean slightly
1: I don't think people need to go the full crazy nonsense,
2: but when they just get it wrong. So you can kind of tell what they're saying, but it's wrong. Yeah, I think the, the quintessential example is instead of saying glasses, you say glassums. Yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect funny. Example. See? It's See, Everyone laughed. It's as funny as a picture of a bear. Sure. So
1: that's what this game is based around Uh, Stephanie, Kyle We're going to ask you to mispronounce words Stephanie, since you're a lady and a chef I'm going to let you go first
3: (laughs) (laughs) first.
1: (laughs) Well, as soon as I said lady I thought, is that sexist? San Francisco And I was like, no I'll throw chef in there
2: (laughs) Just in case, cover all the bases (laughs) Stephanie, since you're a person (laughs) Persons go first um, Kyle since as you're a the of real
1: beauty. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a good-looking lady, Stephanie. for the at-home <laughs> listener. She's a good-looking yeah.
2: lady. So, uh, Kyle uh, as an oppressive member of the patriarchy. <laughs> you'll have to wait in the lobby. You can console yourself with your seven more cents on the dollar. <laughs> Steam the tortillas.
1: <laughs> Kyle, no, seriously, ser- ser- let's let's find out about Kyle. Kyle, what kind of graphic
4: designer are you?
3: <laughs>
4: uh. Uh, sadly, I'm just married to one.
1: Okay,
3: yeah.
4: okay uh, well. but I, I work somewhere where you used to work, Jesse. I work for the San Francisco Opera.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. Do you you work full time for the opera? How about a I hand do. for the opera? Yeah, I do. I, Okay, give it up for the opera. I believe that, I believe that uh, three or four weeks ago, on this very program, I went on record as saying that the opera was a waste of money. <laughs> and I apologize I to you, sir. I can't
4: entirely disagree, but they have employed me now for many, many are you, years. Are
1: you an office employee, a backstage employee? I am.
4: I work in the box office. Okay,
1: that's great. Do you ever, do you ever just go backstage?
4: Oh, no. That's a secret. Okay. Well... Uh, We do get free ice cream on opening day, so the performances, so we get to go backstage for that. But you have to wear black tie.
2: (laughs) Obviously. And you have to have had your tonsils out. Here is this. I'm going to give
1: you guys a secret of the San Francisco Opera, because it's been a long time since I've uh, worked there, and I feel like I can share this. And I have put this into practice. There is a side door on the opera house that's by the parking lot in that little park that's in between the symphony and the opera house or in between the uh, opera house and the war memorial. There's a door there. That's the stage door. That's where the people go in and out. Now, the opera is a big production, and there's a lot of randos involved. (laughs) There's a lot of just sort of neat homosexual gentlemen that sing background on one number in every opera. And so if you walk through that door with confidence... You can literally walk on stage at the opera. No one will stop you. Like Walk through that door. And I did this. Our friend Tyler McNiven, who now, uh, who now uh, runs the restaurant West of Picos, which you should all visit on Valencia Street, perhaps after dinner. Um, our friend Tyler McNiven and I went to San Francisco from Santa Cruz once, just walked in and stood in the wings and watched an entire opera. And at one point we got scared because there was some policemen there luckily they were part of the opera
2: (laughs) they were opera policemen and you guys were worried you would be asked to go on stage because you were dressed as swans (laughs) yeah it was purely coincidental yeah purely coincidental so if anybody has any beads on any swan parties after this (laughs) you go and you mate for life sure he saw it in an anime once and he's
1: been fixated on it for a long time um, so, uh, well, that's, well, that's a, wonder, that's wonderful, that's wonderful work. Uh, Neil. <laughs>
4: Ryan. Young Bob. Kyle. No, it's Kyle. Young Bob. Oden-
1: Kyle. Kyle. Okay. Kyle, that's, that's
4: really cool. That's really cool work. Do you like the opera or is it just a job? It, it's kind of just a job. It's a lot of fun to see when you can go. Yeah, but. You know, I'm, I've never been a big fan. They spend... I
1: mean, they spend slash waste a lot of money on it. That's pretty <laughs> aggressive, right?
4: On me, primarily, I
1: guess. When I went to see it, I, used, I was in charge of changing light bulbs when I was in high school at the opera house for a while, if you don't know. And um, you guys know that, right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's on my Wikipedia page. Just read my Wikipedia... Take a second, read my Wikipedia page, and we'll start over. Um, but I would go to the opera... And I would just think... I would just look at the shit... That, like, they'd have, like, a live elephant on stage. You know what I mean? Like, there would be a laser show. You know, they would have... Kill a Runaway. Bill Clinton would be there, but he'd just be standing on stage. Like, they gave him his speaking fee just to stand on stage. It would make me really pissed off. I would have serious class issues when I saw that. It's pretty, it's pretty cool if you can get in. I recommend going in the side tour and watching from the wings. <laughs> Um, so this is how the mispronouncing contest works, guys. We're going to give first you, Stephanie, right, Stephanie? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Good work, Jesse. Um, it's like I'm the host of the show. Uh, S- Stephanie, we're going to give you a word to pronounce. You'll get. You'll hear a sound which sounds like this. If you would. And when that ding goes off, you have to immediately mispronounce the word. Okay. Okay. You know, what, if you fuck, if you wait,
3: <laughs> if there is a
2: pause, have you heard of Dead Air? Yeah. You know why they call it that? Yeah, I, I will do. murder
3: you. Okay.
2: <laughs> Listen, we take pride in our shows having no fat at all. <laughs> These are lean, lean well-planned lean show. shows. Not a second is wasted. <laughs> if you think
1: you can come up here and. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever you want to... Talk about burritos for 15 minutes. <laughs> that kind, of, kind of shit doesn't fly on Jordan Jesse Go. So uh, you will have just that number of seconds to think of your answer, and you will have to immediately mispronounce it. As soon, as soon as you have mispronounced it, Stephanie, then Kyle, you have to mispronounce it, and Jordan and I will decide who mispronounced it better
2: and award a point. We, uh, we will lose track of the score. <laughs> Almost so at the right. end, it'll kind of be arbitrary. <laughs> yeah, but hey, that's what show business is all about.
1: Yeah. Why did I start saying that? Well, I went through with it. Um, <laughs> let's talk about... Uh, let's, let's have our first word. Are you, are you ready on the sound effects? Can we hear it one more time? I fucking made that myself at home. I mean, I didn't... I didn't, like, make it... If you're picturing me, like, as a Foley guy, like, (laughs) wearing iron shoes and walking through gravel to make it, like, or shaking a big sheet of metal, I didn't do that. I didn't make it with a clave, but I did make it. I'm very proud of it. Okay. Are you ready, Stephanie? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Your first word is Broadway.
4: Broadway.
1: Broadway.
4: Say again, Broadway. Yeah, I'm giving. <laughs> wow,
1: mm. this is strong out of the box. I yeah. want you guys to know this.
2: These fucking people get I'm, it. I'm predicting a barn burner. Yeah. I yeah. I, I had a, Stephanie enunciated a little bit better. I right. think that's why I would give it to her. Yeah, the other one was
1: a little wishy washy. Okay, I'm giving the point to Stephanie. Good work, Stephanie.
2: Thanks, you guys.
1: Good work, Stephanie. Look, Kyle, you can still come back. Look at the San Francisco Giants, am I right? Yeah. right. Thank you. <laughs> Kyle, you're going first this time. Your word is... Cash.
2: Cash. Ca. Mm. Uh, uh. <laughs> Stephanie, would you repeat? Ka. I'm going, yeah, Kyle. Come on.
1: Yeah, Kyle's a winner. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Stephanie, if you think you can come up here and just say the names of Cirque du Soleil shows, <laughs> uh, you're right. I would enjoy
2: that. I, that, that would be cool. I certainly would enjoy if that. If you want to randomly say Zumanity instead of one of the words, <laughs> I will enjoy that. Yeah. Hey, if you want to
1: just get in some tights and fuck somebody, <laughs> which I think is what happens in Cirque du Soleil, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't have a strong, like on a trapeze. I don't know. Uh, Stephanie, you're going first this time. Here's your word. Saga.
2: Sega? Sega? They both kind of oh, just they said, said Sega. Sega. said Sega. <laughs> Which is a strong choice. Right.
1: I did have a Sega. <laughs>
2: um. I, I mean, I guess, I guess I have to give it to Stephanie because she pioneered it. Right, yeah. She's yeah. the first. Stephanie. Pi- <laughs> hey, hats off to the pioneers. Am I right? Right.
1: <laughs> okay. Tepid applause for pioneers. <laughs> These guys are more 49er types. Am I right? <laughs> I'm sorry I promise I will stop just saying San Francisco shit especially because I'm running out of shit to say Um, they filmed So I Married an Axe Murderer here good work Uh, you know Nash Bridges (laughs) okay okay Don't, don't applaud Nash Bridges it was a shitty show it was a real shit show Um, Who's going first this time? Kyle Okay, Kyle, you ready for this?
2: You're not going to fuck this up, are you? Of course not Yeah, we were all really embarrassed when that whole Sega thing (laughs) happened
1: We're trying to put on a show here I don't know if anybody told you that But, I mean, let's get serious about this whole thing Okay,
2: okay? I'm, I'm buckled down
4: now, I promise Okay,
1: your word is Flannel
4: Flannel It's (laughs)
2: it's humanity.
1: <laughs> I can't remember, did we tell her to do that
2: or not to do that? to do that? You know, here's here's what I liked about it. Yeah. We told her to do that, uh-huh. but she waited one. <laughs> she held
1: it in her back a, pocket. Yeah, yeah. It's like the split finger fastball, you don't want to show it too early in the count
2: yeah I mean and, and, and let's face it I mean she could see that Kyle came out really strong with flannel yeah and she's like well if there was ever a time to brandish my big guns do you think let me ask you this question please did you watch the presidential
1: debate uh, yes do you think it would have been better if Obama just said zoomanity <laughs> <laughs> yes you so know, like, yeah yeah okay. yeah okay Let's. yeah, yeah point for uh, Stephanie right Stephanie Yes, yeah, Stephanie I'm really bad with names, you guys. <laughs> What's that, about four for Stephanie and two for Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. You can still come back, Kyle. You know what, Kyle? I believe in you. Thank nah. you. Um, is it Stephanie's, Stephanie's turn to go first? It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Here's the word. Joe Biden.
4: Joey Biden. Old Bob Odenkirk.
1: See, now, here's what here's I like about... Okay, sure. This is the part of the contest where contestants start to flex their creativity. <laughs> they think, you know what? I know a lot about mispronunciation. I'm a real hot shot. <laughs> I've been doing this for all of seven minutes. <laughs> but if you ask me, it's a lot like teenage drivers. This is where you can get into a lot
2: of trouble. <laughs> Young Plus, Bob Kyle, Odenkirk, was, Kyle was texting while he was doing it, too. <laughs> Which, like teen driving, big no-no. Kyle, Kyle, if you ask me, this guy Kyle thinks he's immortal. He thinks he's
1: never going to die. <laughs> 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 but the truth is, he had great shit to work with here. Look, yeah. if the word was fish, I say, go, old Bob Odenkirk. Roll it out. See what happens. The word here is Joe Biden. That's funny to begin with. <laughs> Have you
2: seen that guy's hair? Have you heard him talk about Scranton? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even a mispronouncer. And Hey, on uh, top of my head, Joe Biden. Just fucking that was pray. that's easy, easy, Bush League. Stephanie, Stephanie, all the way. Okay. Uh, controversial, it's okay, controversial it's
4: okay. call. You know, I uh, I almost just said malarkey, but. I thought that would be too on,
2: like, just... Yeah, it's good that you didn't say that. that. also would have been That good that you didn't say that, yeah. So,
1: good work. So, she really... Good work, Mr. Opera. She really needs Have fun way. spending taxpayer dollars on your dalliances for the rich.
2: <laughs> yeah, and furthermore, mezzo-soprano. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little heated. You know what, Kyle? I apologize. You're going to go
1: first on this one. Okay. This, this one's worth double points, I guess. For some reason. Or triple points, because she's in front by three. So this one's worth triple <laughs> points. Okay.
4: You ready? Yes.
1: You're not going to come with some bullshit, right? Because I'm, I'm hitching my train to your wagon here by giving you the opportunity to get triple points.
4: Absolutely no bullshit, I promise. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I will I hold you to before.
1: it. <laughs> I will hire your wife to design a logo for Kyla's bullshit if you fuck this up. <laughs> I don't care what her hourly rate is. <laughs> okay, here's your word Mercury Cougar.
4: Mercury Cougar. Mercury Cougar.
2: Mercury Cougar. Mercury Cougar sounds like the name of someone who would have won an Oscar in 1997. <laughs> Like a European actress who was in a Woody Allen yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, or like a yeah Miramax movie. Yeah, sure.
1: I'm not going to lie to you, man. I okay. Number one, Kyle, that was not bullshit. You did so a good job. Thank that you was very a nice... Much. Yeah. yeah, you've changed. I basically your just
4: used a Pittsburgh accent. Here's the thing. All right, Pittsburgh. So was that. I just that keep waiting just for, for them to put downtown up there. That'd be the grinders.
1: The Is that what they eat in Pittsburgh or hoagies? Pogies or grinders?
4: Permannies.
1: Everyone
2: know the name of a sandwich.
4: <laughs> Older SM sandwiches Damn. is crap.
1: Bernannies? That's a sewing machine.
3: <laughs>
4: Ber- Fair enough. Per- yeah, Permannies. That's a type of sandwich? Oh, that's a oh, that's sandwich? I sandwich with french fries Permanis on it. Permannies is, that's is a this place is. where you're scared to get your sandwiches.
1: What do you call a submarine sandwich, though? A grinder or a hoagie? I got it to hoagie,
4: I guess. You know, wherever.
1: Now you're doing voices. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what is this? What what an you? evening with <laughs> Daryl Hammond? <laughs> Because if so, why am I on stage? Let's get Daryl Hammond up Darryl here, folks. Daryl Hammond, everybody. Let's get some impressions from the
2: mid-'90s. Uh, All I could think of as an example was... Donahue. Uh, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Daryl Hammond's think, famous, famous Pamela Anderson
1: impression. I don't think would do a good impression of Pamela Anderson. I think we've got one more word. I'm going to give that one to Stephanie as well. So she sure. has a four-point lead. Luckily, this last word is worth, I don't know... How many points? Let's say points? all
2: the marbles. Ooh. Yeah,
1: all the marbles. All the marbles. Dublin. Yeah, all the marbles. We, we should clarify that we do not... We do have prizes, but we do not have marbles. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this, Stephanie? You're going I'm first. Ready. You're in the I hot know. seat for this one. I can
3: do
1: it. You're not going to fuck this up. You're no. used to being in the hot seat. You're in the oh, kitchen.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, hot all the time.
1: Put the steak on the grill. Yeah. Give me a knife. St-
3: hey. You know?
2: <laughs> Where, where's my saucier? <laughs> Order up! <laughs> I say that every day in those right? Exact Fou- voices. Right? Foie
1: gras! Whoa, I like that. I'm angry it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Lunch! Anthony Bourdain, I've got a strong opinion about him. Pro or con? <laughs> uh, pro or con?
2: Pro, definitely.
1: <laughs> um, we've got one word left. This is for all the marbles. Your word is point break. That's the winner! I I think Kyle is the winner! (laughs)
3: Kyle!
2: Wow. A last-ditch... That was
1: spectacular. That, okay, so we do have prizes. We're in the Polish, the Polish club here, which is why there's that painting of Woodrow Wilson. And,
4: and the Pope. Don't forget um, about the Pope.
1: So, Kyle, as as the winner, you earn this Polish flag. Congratulations, Kyle. Oh, my God, I'm so happy about. that.
2: As the loser, Stephanie, you get this uh, bachelorette party tattoo... Uh, featuring a martini glass that says Last Night Out. Thanks, you guys. It's awesome. And and you know what, Jordan? We've got a couple more prizes under the table. I think we do. Allow me to go under the table. Jordan's going to go under the table. Uh, We got a nice uh, uh, box of of swag from the uh, the good people at Good Vibrations. Uh, That's a sex-positive dildo store.
1: Amazing deal So let me see. Place. Yeah, let me
2: see what I, I. I think I. I mean I can't give you everything in the box, but I just want to pick out something that I think especially uh, the two of you could use. So just uh, you, can, you guys chat, and I'll rifle through this box. Um,
1: I. You know what? Here's something that I tell people. Like if there's people at home who are thinking about becoming podcasters, people who call me, email me, asking for advice about podcasting. The central thing is. Never miss an opportunity to say the pseudo word "dildonics."
2: <laughs> what do we got? Okay, uh, Kyle. Since your your wife works in the technology industry, I think that she would em- uh, you, she would enjoy this space explorer vibe <laughs> with a free extra stretchy sleeve. It's a giga powered love bullet. Uh this is like a uh, for a robot's pussy. <laughs> so uh take that to your tech savvy wife. Well uh, and, she uh Stephanie is going to love this. And uh Stephanie since you
3: Did
1: we uh, just learn that Kyle has a robot pussy? Is that what we just learned? <laughs>
2: Uh, 70, and since you are, are, I guess, a fan of literature, uh, you, you piped up when we mentioned Fifty Shades of Grey. We have uh, something called Canyon Shadows by Vanna Harper. Uh, it's a book about awakening pleasures, and it features uh, almost a picture of a man's can penis I see on this the front. Oh, and there's a warning this is a really hot book. <laughs> undeniable. Canine
1: canine trainer Sherry Afton can't deny the shiver of pleasure that runs through her at the sound of Mako Durant's sexy voice over the phone. If she's a dog trainer, then Mako Durant has to be a fellow lesbian.
2: (laughs) We have the same model Subaru, she moaned. the trouble has followed this Wyoming rancher to Oregon and he wants two of her guard dogs for protection and she wants to see the cowboy face to face. You know, all of this culminates in with
1: one touch. He ignites her erotic desire and within his strong masculine embrace, definitely a fellow lesbian, (laughs) she surrenders to a wild ride in the saddle. Western style. <laughs> that uh, means with snaps instead of buttons. Yeah. Thanks, you guys.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought it was covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it for Stephanie and Kyle. Stephanie and Kyle, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
2: Do you want to bring our guests onto the show? I would love to. Uh, these guys are, are some of our favorite po- podcasters. Uh, some of our favorite guys, period, yep. uh, I would say. Every way, way. podcasting, um, friendship, sexuality—sure. We do a little bit of this. We do a little bit of this. This, Two peenies like this. Yeah, one goes goes like this. Back and forth. It's called the tuning fork. It's called the tuning fork. It's a very, (laughs) it's a very sophisticated gay move. Your your goal is sympathetic vibrations. (laughs) For the home listener, it's like a peace sign with a penis going back and forth. <laughs> uh, <Not> from, <laughs> uh, from the wonderful podcast, You Look Nice Today, please welcome uh, Scott Simpson and Merlin Mann. Scott and
1: Merlin! Scott and Merlin! <laughs> Scott and Merlin. Yes!
2: Yes!
3: Yeah. Yeah. Four four zero. Oh, here's I, uh, our friend
1: Scott and Merlin, huh? Oh, I
2: love them. I, have a, I, uh, I should point out that there's a guy in the front row wearing Merlin's face on a T-shirt. Oh. Hey. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, which makes me feel a little self-conscious that maybe everybody <laughs> was just here waiting for Merlin. Like, all right, you fucking rope yeah, in the
1: mispronunciation. It does. I'm like, where's everybody? where's everybody's me and Jordan's face T-shirts?
2: I know we don't sell them.
1: I, make them! You know I don't know! What? What? You make them! Fugazi style! Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you guys?
1: Ooh, very well. well. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, well. Are you? I'm very yep. well. Yep. 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 It's yep. really nice to be here. Thanks for having
5: us out. No, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's exciting.
1: We, we haven't seen you particularly in a little while, Merlin. I hope you're doing well. I
5: live in the uh, non burrito part of San Francisco. Uh-huh. I, I don't get out very much. We have burritos, but it uh, might as well be like Hormel in a can. Oh, we you, know what you We got don't get got out a lot.
1: What? Out where you live, <laughs> fucking uh, soup dumplings. Holy oh, cow, sh- have you guys had soup yeah. dumplings? Am I right? Yeah. We get a. Uh, First sh- gunpowder, now this. <laughs> Talk
5: about fireworks. Shanghai soup dumplings, anybody? We do. It's, it's uh, Terravel Street, don't be creepy, is uh, where
1: it all goes down with those noodles. They're really good. Those things are am- a- amazing. You know what, though, Merlin? I have been following your Tumblr. You have a popular Tumblr. So I, I do know that you've almost exclusively been reading X Men comic books for the <laughs> last two years. <laughs>
2: Jordan, will help. <laughs> let's talk, guys, let's go deep. Okay, okay. Warren Hi. Ellis' run on Astonishing. Wait. Thoughts? Some tepid applause. <laughs> it's, uh, a, it's a really, it's a nice feeling uh,
5: to go somewhere with my friend Scott and say something so nerdy that he rolls his eyes and walks in the other direction. Well, I've only done it like great. four times and tonight he walked up and we were going like, Joss versus And he's like, okay, I'm going to go. And it's like, well, that's... <laughs> Scott, yeah. like, yeah. do, you,
1: I, do you tell? Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but are you excited to be in this position where you and I are the sosh is? <laughs> We're like the popular kids. It's so good.
6: They I've, have I've,
1: somehow yeah. out nerded us.
6: We're going we're gonna to beat Jordan and Merlin up after the
2: show, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, well, like, cla-
2: like I want to see some classic bully stuff. I want to see a wedgie. I want to see a swirly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please. No, the, the, Purple the, nurples. The, the bathroom. I, I'd like
5: someone to force me to eat something. <laughs>
1: yeah. That would be fun.
6: I feel like when they were designing the, the Polish um, awareness house. Is that what it's called? <laughs> That's
2: right. The International Awareness.
6: House of Awareness the, the Polish Awareness Center I feel like one of their, their sole precondition When they designed the bathrooms was Make it good for swirlies <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Nice wide, ball, fit in head. That's my Polish impression, <laughs> which is very offensive. Very offensive. So it's kind of more of a general European that I like to use. Um, so, so, Scott, if, if, if we're in the mm-hmm. burrito uh, district, and Merlin is from mm-hmm. the soup dumpling district, mm-hmm. uh, where, where do you call <laughs> home?
6: I, I, uh, the, the way I say it is a little too long, but let me say it. Um, you know, like... Um, States have commemorative quarters, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if if cities had commemorative quarters, uh, you know, San Francisco's commemorative quarter would have a head of George Washington on one side and uh, a burrito and assless chaps on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Berkeley's uh, commemorative quarter would have just a pile of hair,
5: <laughs> and Lo- locally sourced.
6: And my yeah, that's right. <laughs> locally sourced organic hair, body hair. And uh, my, my town, I live in Burlingame, which is it's kind of the suburbs. Uh, my town would be uh, a sensible Asian lady in a ponytail and yoga pants getting into a Land Rover. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop. So that's the
1: local delicacy. That's is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you eat yeah, when okay, you come yeah, to yeah, Burlingame. But the Land
2: Rover <laughs> would be rampant. <laughs> Um, now, now, uh... Scott,
1: you used to work. You used to work at a company that I will call Snapple.
3: Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but for the for those in the know, he used to work at Fruitopia.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shut up.
3: <laughs> no, no, don't.
2: They Fruitopia. Are a- <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: uh, they are not um, so yeah, but you but you are have become recently unemployed yeah that 's right. I, I recently left my my job my,
6: my sort of 40 hour a week uh, job to to do more like creative stuff and try and figure out what i 'm doing with my life and um, it's been it 's been a challenge <laughs> uh, and an uns- i was I was surprised by how challenging it was um, you know i figured i'd have all the time in the world to get up and write a novel and then have lunch and do everything and and i don't have that time and you know i wake up and i watch all the pornography <laughs> and then i and then i um and then I go to the gym, and I don't, I don't work, I don't work out at the How is
2: all the pornography? <laughs> you know, it's me. Like, I've been, meet, like, one, I'm, I'm been saying to myself, once I finish Boardwalk Empire, <laughs> I'm going to start. Yes. And people say you have to start from the beginning. Right. You can't just jump into all the pornography no. right. in the middle of the season. I really, right. I really
6: feel like, um, I mean, there's a lot of it. Yeah. So sure. um, I don't know what and you it guys has, It has
5: to be replenished. Oh, sure. It can oh, be, yeah. it's, a, it's an exhaustible resource. Well, it, it depends uh, you on gotta what go back is to
2: the well. refraction period <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way I do it is I. I'm going to say, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm sounding a little bit like Mitt Romney up here, but maybe we. Definitely. You're definitely sounding like Mitt Romney up here. Maybe there. we wouldn't have such a problem uh, with pornography if we just used coal to make it. People. Clean, yeah. <laughs> burning coal. Clean coal, Clean coal. Clean coal equals more porno. Yeah. Corn. Right. Cole, black old people chicks. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black
6: lot chicks. of work. It's a lot of work. I, you know, because there's so much of it, I can't watch all of it. So I watch, you know, the first, well, you know, the first seven seconds and the last seven seconds. So
5: I feel like yeah. that episode of I you, Love did Lucy. Did you notice that Jesse had VLC on there? That's pretty, cool. that's pretty it's cool. It's pretty cool. bookmarking. It's, it's really good. handy. It's you know what? I think, Merlin, I, think he's, I think
1: he's an old pro. <laughs> yeah. Merlin, we are talking about cool people stuff right now. Uh, sorry, sorry, right. sorry. Pornography. <laughs> Mitt not. Romney. <laughs> Put it on a three by
6: five
2: card. Berlin. Mitt's son, Tope. <laughs> you guys, if you guys ever want to just, you know, say fuck it to the conversation and make up some Mitt Romney kid names, <laughs> I got one. I got one. Okay, gay bash. <laughs> <laughs> Forced haircut. <laughs> hairstyle. Papst. What about hairstyle? Oh yeah, that's good. Pabst. Um, Pabst. Yeah, well, that's one
1: of the. So, but one of the things Mm -hmm. about changing from having, you had a very demanding job to not having a job is just the shock of what do I do with myself. Yeah,
6: exactly. That's exactly right. It's a real challenge because I have this whole day, and before I know it, you know, I'm at the. I'm at the public library and um, I, I go to the public library because it's a good place to work but it's also if you, if you, if you smell like You're ass, working on a book of quotes from homeless people, right? I am. I am. I saw a guy who's working on a thousand page letter to Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Yeah. Uh, if you smell like ass and you're on the run from the police <laughs> run into the public library they'll never find you in there. Uh, so that's all I do. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of structure in my life. And I know that you guys, all three of you, are in various ways. That's um, what, okay. So yeah. that's
1: what I was going to ask. Yeah. Because Merlin, Scott is unemployed. Yeah. Merlin, you're unemployable. Totally. <laughs> <So, laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's been years. It's, now. A, it's a delicate balance. Yeah. So d- what do you do in your life? Well, I thought, read X Men comics. Easy text.
5: I, I, I've, walked, I've walked this, uh, this, this terrible uh, road that, that Scott is on. And uh, the thing is, you think you want to have structure, but you don't want to have no structure. There's somewhere in between. You should be able to masturbate on your own terms. Right. And, and, yeah. and still be able to finish your, I, I assume, uh, what, uh, biography of Irma Bombeck and, uh, <laughs> and Andy Rooney. And... Pretty good. Pretty Comprehensive, good. but uh, no it is it's really hard because the thing is when you're on your own, it, c- it can just go tits up at any time. Because you can go you can go on, on any you know, like like you're a library guy, right? We're all library guys. You're in college, of you'll course. put anything off to like just sit and read Life magazine, right? <laughs> and there's your day. No, sorry. Well, boys life, but sure. <laughs> in my case, National Geographic for kids. Mm-hmm. Zoo books, Cimmerilian <laughs> for Game Boy. Is that two jokes? I'm not sure. <laughs> but no, the problem is its structure, its lack of structure. And like when you're new to that, you can really, you can just, you can blow the whole thing up. Weekends go by, nothing is happening, and I think you need a certain amount of structure to understand how to have the right balance of not having a job. Right. It's it's not, It's like eating the elephant. You know. So can you, you, you give me an
1: example night. of a specific element of structure in your day? other than what we've talked about before, you what you call your jack-off window. Right. JW.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah. Um, well, the problem is, like, like, for Scott, I mean, I think Scott, if we can all agree, he's just basically a bag of bones that's kind of always on the edge sure. of falling apart. Sure. And if it, if it weren't for the Prius and the Bills, I mean, who knows? <laughs> but, you know, when you have some place to be and they'll mostly notice you if you're not there for six weeks, it, it lends you a certain amount of gravitas right. and then when you don't have that you have to introduce that yourself so you start circling things on the calendar and deciding right, right. I, th- that guy's got my chair and right now i got to bum fight him or whatever <laughs> you, you,
2: do you get that? Yeah you absolutely get I've started, I, you get a little small Exactly
6: I've started to invent ways to give structure to my to my day that I, I had no idea would exist before.
2: You're going to want to put a guy on blast for spending too much time at the microfiche <laughs> <laughs> do you give demerits <laughs> Stephanie you're a librarian I have a quick question <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do libraries have mayors? Mm-hmm. Because huh. Ooh.
2: Kyle, I have some
1: questions I about have some Mr. Show. When he's done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's David Cross really <laughs> right. like? Do you improvise a lot on the set of Breaking Bad? Um, I I had a little bout of unemployment at the beginning of the year, no. and here's a. Li- <laughs> I know, surprise. Um... Here's a little something that I like to do to feel just a little, you know, kind of nugget of accomplishment. You get the Netflix, you watch it, you have it back in the mail before pickup, there you go. Box checked. You're gaming the system. You're
5: getting more Netflix you, than you they and expect you to get. set exceeded So you're
2: sure. saying a
1: one-day turnaround. Yeah, one day turnaround. Or one day, I believe in Netflix they call it a refractory period.
6: Sure, exactly. Uh, <laughs> as they call called a slot jammer. <laughs> nah. So in other words, small goals. So set, set, yeah. set some goals yeah. during my day. Tiny, meaningless victories. I'm,
1: no, I am against this meeting. I think you need to think big. Hmm. I think mayor of the library is only the first step
6: on a long journey. <laughs> Do I have to be elected mayor, or can I just sort of put a hat and a sash on and?
1: Here's the thing, Scott. You do have to be elected. However, if you put the hat and sash on, it's a done deal. You will be. You will be elected. All right, You're right, right. Golden. Right. Yeah. You, you. You're like a you're like a Democratic congressman from San yeah. Francisco.
5: I mean every every library I've ever been into it's it's a total power vacuum. And like nothing <laughs> nothing is happening. They're waiting for a Stalin. No, every will. every they
1: want somebody to come in who's got a goddamn sash is going to fix the place. You know, there's all these librarians, but none of them you know will shun you, shush you, no. you know, and like. Unhook their hair.
2: Right. Take up yeah. the giant glasses. We have a book about that <laughs> in this box down here.
1: <laughs> oh, where's our I porno think, box? I think first you run for mayor of the San Francisco Public Library. Okay. okay. Then you run for right president of the Library of Congress. Okay. <laughs> and then you run for king of books. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I mean, maybe we can kind of combine these two ideas. I mean, what else kind of catalogs arts and culture? Do you think you can jockey this into being president of Netflix? Uh,
6: well, oh. I, is, that a th- is that a position that you think is open? Is that
2: Yeah. <laughs>
6: yes, almost certainly. <laughs> so is, if there's a thing, if there's a noun in the world, you can be president of it? I think, I think so. I could
2: only assume. Yes. We are in America. This Stephanie. isn't communist Stephanie, Russia. Stephanie would know, right?
1: Yeah. Look, Scott, if you don't think that the, the, if they're at least considering new candidates for the position of president of Netflix... Right. You have not considered the recent success of Blockbuster by Mail. Is right, they right. are really questioning some right. of the choices that they've made over right. at Netflix. You can return it in the store. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> store closing, this location only.
2: Yeah. Is I had, what it says on hundreds on of Blockbuster all of videos. Nope, it's kind of cute. Can I ask
5: a question about your unemployment, though? Please. Uh, I, and I think, you know, well, Jesse, you've got kind of a phony baloney paper on job, like, like right. most of us. Well, but, I have, but, to be fair, I have 17 phony baloney... Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. They're like, like Boy Scout medals. Yeah. But, um, but, like, but for you, Jordan, like... not tying
1: <laughs> who, would, who, would, who would need that? Autoerotic nut death.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yes. With... I'm a
1: podcaster, a public radio host, and vice president in charge of Pinewood Derby. Uh, another job as real as those would be a cloud... <laughs> I am the president of the Cumulonimbus Division. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Merlin, we cut you no, off not, there with some. Thank just God, real so nonsense. Nonsense. there was some gold that we had to mine. <laughs> Let's talk about burritos, shall
5: we? <laughs> But when you were making the transition from having some kind of a phony, blony job on a regular basis to being completely just consumed with how useless you are, wasn't there an awkward period you went through? Like when you go from being someone who can fake it for a while to being somebody who is completely useless, I think that's a hard time for people. And frankly, if I could speak for you, Scott, for a moment. Please do. I think think this is something you're probably struggling with. You you seem like a man who still has a little bit of dignity for no particular reason. And, And at some point, my concern is you started
2: out, you were at the Snapple.
5: Uh, you move through you got a couple of nice Priuses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know for the whole listener normal. Scott Simpson is bogarting our brews. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just I am just I don't know, it's your show but I just want to make
5: sure that, that Scott has the tools that right. he needs to move as he discovers more and more how uh, not useful he is to his family and other people that, that there be a way for him to understand
1: how does how to kind of cobble that together and make something out of it here's right? what I'm thinking Scott you have three great examples in front of you. You have three people who <laughs> everyone looked around. For those have... listening on the radio, everyone turn to the audience. There are three people here who have made a life of serial unemployment. Here's here's my lesson to you: lucrative career in podcasting, right? Okay, okay. That's Explain where, how that works. That's where unemployed people go to pretend they have a paying job. Right,
6: right? That's good. I, I, if I could say one, one quick thing that I think might bring together a few strands of this. Um, yeah, Jesse, you had suggested being maybe the mayor of the library or of the San Francisco library system. That seems, that seems like a big first step for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, have, I, have, uh, I have duties at home. Um, I was recently in, in the library at, at where I go... And I, my son and I were washing our hands in the sink. And next to us was a guy who um, had most of his clothes off. <laughs> and, <laughs> yay, most of your clothes off. And he looked like Beetlejuice, and he was giving himself a sponge bath. <laughs> and that's cool. I'm cool with that. I mean, that's, that's like a totally legitimate use of the library bathroom. Um, and he, he and I made eye contact accidentally, and he looked at me, and he said
3: nerd.
6: <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, okay, I, I get it. I'm tall and gawky. I have goofy glasses. You were wearing your beanie with a propeller on. I, was. Too. <laughs> I was. I, you know, I have uh, scrawny arms that are good for nothing except for online bill pay. I get that. I get that. But you know what? You know what, motherfucker? In Scott the... Simpson!
3: Scott Simpson! <laughs> Except for online
6: filming. In the library You know what? This is my turf. It's
3: your yes. domain,
6: sure. I am in the library. This is your Michael, Michael right Douglas now. moment. You, yeah. are, you are you are you're angry. You want to call me a nerd in the bathroom of a University sports football event, stadium, sports yeah. event, yeah. yeah, a sports event. Sure, that's fine. You want to call me a nerd in the in the Polish house bathroom? That's I get it. It's fair, but in this, t-
1: you <laughs> are didn't... doing your thing. That's You've got a... your broken glasses in one hand and that's medical your house. tape that in is your younger. house. That's right.
6: That's right. I didn't. I didn't say that. I just. No. I just squealed and threw my kid at him and ran out the door.
2: And, <laughs> and I just think like it's really appalling that Michael Keaton would act like that. <laughs> I know. And I I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, he's a big shot at a, I don't know, a multiplicity fan convention. (laughs) Sure. But you're equals in the library. Yeah. But I think maybe, maybe, I mean, this
6: is, this seems like a good place to start based on your advice from, from all of you. Maybe mayor of the library bathroom is a good place to
5: start. Oh, yeah. It's It's like you become the alderman of, of the stall. You, alderman? Yeah, alderman of the, you become alderman in the stall or assistant alderman of the stall. Vice Alderman. You move yeah. up a little bit. You become uh I guess you become like a Chancellor of the Air Blast, you you get to mm-hmm. the door, you make it all the way out. It's a green bathroom, and you've got to make it all the way out. It's like an RPG,
1: they call it. You gotta make your way out of there. You know what, Scott? I think number one, <laughs> I think you can do this. Yes. Number two, I, I wanna be your campaign manager. <laughs> number three here's your fucking campaign slogan. Fucking Dyson Airblade. That's all you need to say. Uh. One of those super fucking hand dryers they have at the airport. You could become king of any bathroom in America if you were offering one of those. Hey, homeless guys, put your wieners in there.
5: That would be awesome. And and draw out slowly. Yeah,
2: right. And draw out slowly. (laughs) <laughs> Will that create jobs for America? It's like you're having sex with the wind—that thing that's telling oh. you to kill people.
1: <laughs> I think, fucking, you know, if I could summarize this, Scott, I would say problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> problem solved. Um, oh, you know what? I actually was wondering if you guys might be interested in with us doing a few momentous occasions.
3: Hey, I would love that. You know
2: a regular feature on our show uh, what we did was we uh, before the show started uh, the audience uh, filled out uh, three by five cards you're like uh, some... a fucking hour late guy that just brought a momentous occasion to this stage
1: he's like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in on this
2: Uh, We had people title the Momentous Occasions and put their names, so all we have is kind of a a one-word, two-word title uh, of
3: a Momentous Occasion. By
1: the way, that guy also just absentee voted for Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) One more point for Michael
2: Dukakis.
1: Other things he's late
2: for is the category. (laughs) (laughs) I like your goofy talk show host character. Thank
3: you. Um, so so we have,
2: uh, what we have is a stack of three-by-five cards with some kind of one, two-word momentous occasions, and, uh, and we're going to kind of pick the ones that we want to hear about, and then the best one is going to get uh, something from the old sex box. Yeah,
1: totally. We have a, we have a couple that, we, that don't really need explanation. Uh, this one's from Leada? 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 Lita?
2: Lita? Lita? Yes. Leada? <laughs> Ho- hoagies, grinders. <laughs> Grinder, you read
1: <laughs> I ate lunch at a place in Texas called Bum Doodlers. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's good. I'm not it's gonna good. lie. It's pretty good. Don't think I need to hear
2: any more about it. Pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. Uh, we got one from Tracy. She says, "I was diagnosed with high blood pressure yesterday." <laughs> um, <laughs> Tracy, if you want to meet
6: me at the side exit, I can bring it down a couple notches.
2: Hey.
5: I have some skills. Uh. Oh. Sorry. That was my phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in, in Burlingame, they call him the Uh Here's one I think that we definitely want to hear about. Uh, it's from someone called Scott. not you, Scott, I don't think. Nope. Uh, it's just the word puberty Oh, that was me No, that wasn't Oh, me. okay Oh, yeah, yeah I did notice your voice was a, l- a couple
6: registers Started hard. high
1: Started high, went uh, low
2: Scott, are you here? Woo! <laughs> uh, we don't want to talk to that Scott guy Scott seems like a goofball <laughs> All right, Scott I'm going to need you to take it down a couple notches But get up here to this microphone yeah, And tell us about this Get this microphone up uh, here Come,
1: the- come on, Scott. Scott Let's do this Come on up, Scott Scott, ladies and gentlemen can I can I tell a quick Scott Scott? Just go to this microphone may, right yeah, here, yeah. right here
6: by yes sir. Scott, can I say one thing real quick? Don't you think Scott? It's like, it's the we have the worst name.
3: Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. Right. It's
6: That's like the guy on the soccer team who can get you hypnol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he keeps it in his shin guard. No, just go ask him after after practice. Anyway, continue.
2: Dude, do you know you can get high from whipped cream canisters? <laughs> That's
5: right.
6: That's also what Scott knows. I totally
5: heard it from Scott. It.
3: Scott.
5: Scott says that if you keep enough socks under your bed and
2: sleep on it for six weeks, it turns into hash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dude. totally serious. Dude, Scott's parents are out of town. We're gonna play with his dad's gun. <laughs> and <laughs> and then everyone happened dies, because that
1: of Scott. Hey, I- hey Frank, it's me, Scott. Can yeah. I fuck your sister? <laughs> Scott's um, a chill guy. Scott, you seem like a cool dude though. Thank you. You do seem like a cool dude. So, Scott, um, uh, you didn't... Did you actually just go through puberty? You look no. like a grown man. So this was just a bullshit answer you put in here.
3: It, it was. You have
1: been. caught me. Here's the thing. Are you from a foreign country? Whoa. Yeah. Are you a foreigner
2: coming here and selling bullshit to our yes, youth? Yes, I am. Oh,
1: dear. Oh, boy. <laughs> this guy's stealing so, Scott, our jobs. So, Scott, what did you
2: mean by this thing, or was this just a ploy to get on <laughs> mic? If, if you, if oh, you guys a can... A If you guys can see
1: Scott out here in the audience, we should explain, Scott obviously has the physique of a bicycle racer, and that's why he had delayed puberty. Lance Armstrong-esque. <laughs> well, yeah, not, uh,
6: not, not, a, not the 13-year-old that you might expect to come up having had a momentous occasion called puberty, right? This, yeah, is,
1: right. This, is not, uh, this, this is not local pandering, but I was thinking about having my bicycle shipped from my mom's basement in San Francisco to Los Angeles, and her, our local bike store by my mom's house is called Valencia Cyclery. And so I went on their website to look and see whether they shipped bikes, and they had a staff photograph there and there's this tiny Asian man who works at Valencia Cyclery who has that bicycle racing thing where, like, you your, your, like, your body fat gets so low that your hormones get withdrawn. And then you talk like this. And I saw him. He's been working there. He has both delighted and terrified me since I was, like, six years old. <laughs> you can go there right now. And check out that dude.
3: (laughs) Scott, Scott, um... this is
1: your deal, right? Mm -hmm. Scott, go sit down. We've got important (laughs) shit to talk about. Good job, Scott. Thank you. Scott, ladies and gentlemen. Puberty. 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 Pupes. Emily, are you here? Emily? Emily, come on up. Come on up, Emily. Come on up to
2: this microphone. How about Emily, huh? Uh, I should say I just uh, just a quick question for Emily before we start. I actually uh, noticed your sweatshirt coming in. It says Humboldt Crew. Uh, is that about uh, rowing or smoking weed? <laughs> or is that about Scott? Oh, wait
1: a minute. It's got a paragraph so Humboldt it crew, the... crew in California.
2: Yeah. So I, I that that does not clear anything up. <laughs> The plot thickens. We should explain. We're having a hard time following this because we are super hot. We are really baked. Uh, uh, Which is it? Is about rowing? Okay.
1: Do you guys? She takes off the shirt. You can find the car straight into the microphone, Emily. Straight into the microphone. Do you guys?
2: Wait. Do you guys get baked before you row? (laughs) (laughs) She may. She made a really cute we sure do face. That was a, that was a really cute face. It was a really cute, cute we face. sure do face. Okay, uh, Emily. You know what? When you row crew, that is a serious
1: wake and bake.
2: Am I right? Yeah. Because yeah. you have to get up so tiny, early. Tiny
1: part of the Venn diagram that both rows crew and is a stoner.
2: As we were making that joke, a guy got up and left. <laughs> So no, you know what? You totally know fair, sir. You totally know what's great fair. is Market Street. Am I right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you, Scott. I already milked. I mean, Merlin. I already milked that cow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you actually, your momentous occasion was totally amazing. Did you really drive eight hours from Eureka to get here?
2: Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Well How done. Would you, what'd you do on the drive? Listen to some tunes. Cool. It's
6: cool, yeah. If you want to do like, What's, if you want to do like whatever this after, that's stay, cool. Stay relaxed. You just want to be real relaxed. Fine. Yeah. Let's,
5: let's, let's talk. Let, yeah. Let's hang
6: out after. I got, some, hang I, got out. Some, I got some.
5: I got some. music. You got music? I got yeah, music. I got, I got so I got much music, music. guys.
2: Music oh, sorry, sorry, sorry,
3: sorry.
2: Humble hey. crew. Humble crew. Uh, Emily, I I think I think we all agree that that's a pretty good, uh, a good story. Uh, your We Sure Do face was great. Uh, so I think uh, I'm going to give you, from, uh, from Goodbye vi- Vibrations, these burlesque nipple tassels. Aww.
3: So there you
2: go. There you go, pal. And this,
6: is the, this is the third time tonight I've applauded to burlesque nipple tassels.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Emily, uh, because you drove eight hours here for the show, I'm going to throw this tiny dinosaur at you. Aww. Emily, you came down, you came down for just for listener? Jordan Jesse Go Live, right? Yes. You know we're doing a show in Humboldt tomorrow, right? <laughs> <laughs> and by doing
2: a show, I mean it's Getting harvest. super big. The show is just us pointing out where the Wizard of Oz and Dark Side of the Moon sync up. <laughs> it is a very good show.
1: Emily, thank you so much. Emily, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
2: Uh, here's one, uh, from Becky, I finished my book proposal outline today, I think, I hope. Becky, come here, I want to talk to you about your book, there's Becky. Becky, well done, Becky, well done, well done. Front row, she's got some (laughs) Triforce (laughs) jewelry.
1: Becky, um, tell me what your book is about.
0: Um, it's about me. (laughs)
1: Uh
2: Uh-huh. My favorite subject. I like it already. Gross. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree Sorry Oh no You don't say you agree I, I'm sorry I'm really nervous
6: Is it uh, Becky is it, a, is it a memoir Is it You're, a, you're what supposed is it?
1: to think That it's great That we think
5: <laughs> I'm gonna guess Becky's doing Slash fiction of herself <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called Slash fiction um, It's um, you and Sonic
1: The Hedgehog Right <laughs>
5: You don't usually.
1: Sonic turned to me, hedgehoggingly. <laughs> I was in a video game. Seriously, Becky, what? what, tell, us, what tell us what the book is about. Um,
0: it is a collection of personal essays, and it uh, it
3: charts me through
1: high school till now. And about... hold on, uh, just to, just to clarify, I mean, this, you're a celebrity, right? <laughs>
2: One of those I'm Hugh Hefner wives, I'm, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: You
3: can
2: tell
0: by my big boobs. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's doing. Kate, okay,
5: you know, can, can you Jackie's give her something from the here. dildo box? Give her something right now. She wins. Right, you know yeah, she already wins. Give her something from the box. Yeah.
2: Um, Becky, if you're uh, interested, Becky, I know it's. I know it's. It's probably tough writing a book proposal. Oh, okay. uh, so here is a is a Please <gasps> brand sexual lubricant. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying get rid
5: of her. I'm saying like she just should win some stuff. This is yeah. good. Oh.
1: You, now Becky's leaving. No, She's no, out there. No, no, get you. We're not I'm done with you. Get back up there. book. Okay, so what... let's talk about the
5: sexual lubricants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I own a small publishing company. Hmm. Yes, you okay. didn't know that. It's mostly about former San Francisco Giants pitchers, Rick Russell and Don Caveman Robinson, <laughs> sucking each other's dicks. <laughs> Slash Vic. It's, it's 89 San Francisco Giants. <laughs> wow, Fucking Jose Uribe gets in there. Shit gets crazy. Little of this, Little of rest in peace. 8440. Little of this. But tell us what... You're obviously... I'm, I'm going to presume that you're a very gifted writer.
0: I hope so. But uh, my agent thinks so, so...
1: <laughs> she, she's got an agent. She's legit, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. An agent. She dropped the agent on us. I'm sure it'll turn out great... <laughs> What, are there particular um, non-molestation-related events in your life? Because you can't bring up, bring that up at a podcast. That is so oh, ableist. Are there anything? Are there particular events in your life that you think uh, people who don't know you, except of course, is the the woman with the beautiful boobs, um, what, big boobs, big boobs, excuse me, big and beautiful. Let's be honest.
3: <laughs> big
1: and beautiful marker. <laughs> You know, we're all the definition of real beauty.
2: We really are, aren't we, everybody? That's we've all got curves in all the right places. Um,
3: I know I do. Jesse, 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 it's your show. To be a Latina.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Are there events
5: in your momentous occasions? This is someone who has literally collected momentous occasions. Yes, that's what I want
1: to know. I want to know what. This is an occasionalist. What are the circumstances? What are the distinctive circumstances of your life that have led to this? one of my writing samples is about when I was
3: diagnosed with ovarian cancer at UC Santa Cruz. Yeah! Yes, slugs! 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 Slugs!
2: Slugs! Cancer! Cancer! And that is really tough because I hear, I mean, that makes a lot of sense because I hear that one of the leading causes of ovarian cancer is hacky
3: sack.
0: And I chose to announce my diagnosis on Facebook and I got a lot of unexpected reactions. Oh,
6: interesting. For
2: instance, like, like, um, <laughs> liking it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's not afraid to go to a doctor. And someone just put up the video for Gangnam Style. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Ovarian cancer. Sorry, what did, you, what did they say? <laughs>
0: Well, I don't even know what the
1: question was. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> well, well, what was unusual about the people that they were I- insensitive?
0: Um, not I hate insensitive. insensitive people. I think the interesting thing when you are diagnosed with something or something really horrible happens to you, a lot of people like to make it about them, which is very which I
1: didn't know. I'd never had cancer before. You know what? <laughs> it's funny. A f- a friend of mine was diagnosed with cancer. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Typical Jesse. And I heard the same thing from him.
5: <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, you have been so brave through this whole thing. I remember, I remember you posting about that when that happened. You checked in, you did a four-square check in somewhere, you had toast. Mm-hmm. And I remember you said that someone had said that to you, and I was like, you were so brave.
1: Was it Was it the four-square from the 5K? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was 5K. Uh, five, I
5: five, did five a 5K. Five I'm
1: not trying to brag, but... I did a 5K. I walked, but I raised over seventy-five dollars. Oh,
2: yes. uh, so wait. Oh I God. mean, let's let's. Come I on. mean, let's let's get back to you. Uh, where were you when you heard that Jesse did a 5K? <laughs> what was your initial reaction? <laughs> Did you think he was impressive, like a hero, like really? Who's like fitness? here's the
5: thing about Jesse to is mind. he's not gonna he's not gonna cross post, okay. Number two, he's not gonna retumble, he's not gonna retweet, he's not gonna restart, he's not gonna rethumb. You're gonna have to follow Jesse, okay. Jesse's not always gonna follow you. Yeah. If you want to find out where Jesse is helping people, okay, you're the one who are going to have to you're gonna have to get in his sights. You okay? know what's
1: my recommendation? Five
5: K is five thousand.
1: I'm the fucking leper. <laughs> My recommendation is I'm the fucking leprechaun. Follow me to the pot of gold. Okay. I will. Becky, ladies and gentlemen. Becky, everyone.
0: Oh, uh,
2: do you want to name one more? Yeah, do. We got one one more one more.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, this one doesn't have a name, but trust me, you know who you are. I had to pull my 80-year-old grandmother out of a doggy door. <laughs> Sir, madam, please, please come to, up the to the front. The mic. Come on. Who is it? Yeah. This young lady over here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know what? I would like to take this opportunity to congratulate our audience not only on being physically attractive, which one would expect with Scott and Merlin here, but. Also, I'm dressing
5: for the occasion. I've seen three necklaces tonight.: yeah. This young lady, this young the lady
1: third is the third necklace wearing I've seen.:
2: Statement
1: jewelry to a podcast taping.
2: And I like that. i like us to see a sense of occasion. Uh, just uh, I just I mean, while we're on this jag, I just want to go back to Becky real quick. Is your necklace a Zelda reference? <laughs> I, I call it
0: a Zelda reference.
2: Good enough. Good enough, good enough. If your boyfriend bought it for you, it's definitely mm-hmm. a Zelda
1: <laughs> Your boyfriend's here, huh? Yeah. I know what news groups you post yeah. on. Sure. Yeah. If you're interested, Real I have, some, I have some link tinkle
2: slash fic. That was good. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, I forgot to throw a dinosaur at you, Becky. There you go. Uh, sorry, uh, ma'am, what, what's your name with the elephant jewels? My
1: name's Katie. Go, you can get, get right, him, up, to the right mic, up on Katie. that microphone. Yeah, Katie.
2: Uh, Katie, what were the circumstances of pulling your uh, grandmother through a doggy door?
3: She was supposed to pick me up, and she never did. I was at a horseback riding lesson, so my trainer gave me a ride home. And Wait,
1: I, hold on. Oh, Slower. Way slower. Because that sounds like the plot of an
5: erotic novel. Because, don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. Is it a lady or a man that was driving you home? A lady. Okay. And I was Great.
1: Like, don't worry, it, Grandma's going to be fine. She's not going anywhere. Liking it so far. Okay, like so you're driving, what, you're driving. Here's what I want to know. Did you already tell us what your name is? Katie. Katie. Katie, I want to know, and you can help me if you have any insight into this. Why does Jordan think that erotic novels start, my grandmother was supposed to pick me up from a writing lesson?
6: <laughs> because he reads books, Jesse. Because
1: I read He understands
5: that life is complicated and sometimes you ride a horse. It's. You know what,
1: guys? I don't even have a TV.
3: (laughs) 5K, ladies and
2: gentlemen, 5K. So, So. so, okay, so you got a ride home from your sultry female trainer. (laughs) Was her name Amanda? (laughs) I should explain that I have a breeches
1: fetish. Is that, hor- is that a thing that's related to
2: horseback riding? I think it is. Yes. You own a crop. You own a riding crop, though. You own a riding crop. Yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, awesome. That's great. So,
3: awesome.
2: uh, <laughs> so if you yeah, like, the side door is just right over there. Right. Um, we'll, we'll talk later. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, 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 okay. So you've gotten this ride home, and then when when was the elderly pulled out of the dog door? The dog door or the regular door? Real slowly. Regular door. Let's
1: define our terms, okay? Yes. The front. Show don't tell.
0: And I heard her yelling from inside, so I went around to the side door, and her like lower body
1: was sticking out of the doggy door. Starting with which part? (laughs)
2: Like her right above her back. Okay. I mean above her butt.
1: Um. For Jordan's benefit, her shapely lower body. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Thank you. (laughs) Love it.
1: So wait, so this was and this was around back. Does your, does your grandmother have a dog? It was my house. We had a dog. You have a dog. What kind yeah. of dog do you have? Uh, Westie, West
3: Highland White Terrier. That
6: sounds was this, was this Was this Herbie Hancock's Axle F video?
2: <laughs> bow, 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 bow. I bet that's great. I bet that was a great reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that was terrific. Uh, so so what Ladies was, and gentlemen, she, an old man! <laughs> Uh, so why... is not, Dave's not so here, wait, wait, man. She, he, had she, had, she had passed out?
1: Katie, no. let me ask you this question. Where's the beef? Am I right, Scott? <laughs> <laughs>
2: totally right. <laughs> Herb, Easy,
5: so easy, Jesse, I am not a crook.
2: down to a gin <laughs> joint after this. Um, so wait, why was, she, why was half of her body out of a dog door? When we would lock ourselves out, we would stick our arms up the doggy door and unlock the oh. door, but she's
3: got swollen from being stuck in there and
2: she couldn't
1: get out oh. did you call sexy fireman
2: <laughs> I called my dad is, is he a
1: sexy fireman <laughs> is, it, is,
3: a,
2: is, is it he same in Amanda? the cast of the Chicago Fire Wednesdays on NBC is he in
1: the cast of Chicago Hope now, is your father Mandy Patinkin <laughs> yeah.
2: if so can you bring him in can he sing a few show tunes for us um, so so she was thankful that you ripped her out.
3: Yes.
2: Well terrific. You're kind of a hero. Do you think of yourself Wait, as a hero? Wait.
1: You just skipped straight to you ripped thankful you ripped her out. I want to know the fucking details of this. Maybe I'm an engineering nerd, yeah. you know. Yeah. But who knows one of the mythbusters could be here. They shoot that in San Francisco. Let's talk about this. Nash Bridges? <laughs> No, but seriously So she's stuck in the And is is your How old If you don't mind my asking Rough terms You don't have to say specifically How old is your grandmother? Now? Yeah (laughs) No, like What I'm asking I want you to give me A mathematical word problem If your grandmother and a train Left Detroit At
5: Nash Bridges And you burritoed Market Street To Giant's Victory In Three Am I right? Are, are you saying how many Hitachi magic wands would it take to drive across <laughs> Treasure Island during a Labor Day weekend Merlin please
2: save it for the summing up at the end <laughs> sorry guys very unprofessional i had 3 beers i have to pee so finish this up i'll be right back okay. i got to get more index cards Jordan's going to pee.
1: so okay so here's here's what i here's what i need to know so first of all is she like a she's is she too elderly to be putting herself through doggy doors to try and open doors yes yeah, she was Eighty, yeah. dude, your grandma is awesome. It's yeah. 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 ballsy. Okay, so you called your dad. Did he right, come over? He was at work,
3: so no. But he...
1: He's like, "What's okay? What's your emergency, honey?" <laughs> Doggy door again. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> is this wait? Is this your father's mother? No. Yeah, well, uh, well
5: that's okay. That's...
1: Mother-in-laws, am I right? <laughs> Thanks. If you need me, I'll be writing jokes for the back of Reader's Digest. <laughs> um, so, did you have to tackle this problem alone? Yeah. How did you do it? Uh, I Can I guess? <laughs> Shortening?
3: Butter. Butter? Oh, this is so awesome!
2: <laughs> you buttered your grandmother up literally with Butter? I've, uh, I've filled in the blanks. <laughs> I was gone Jordan, for no, a Jordan, little bit. I'm no. back. Jordan, no.
1: <laughs> Jordan, no. That is not what happened. Whatever you are... It's pretty close. It's actually pretty close. Jordan, what you're filling in the blanks with is not appropriate. This is a... We have to keep this G-rated, as we have for the show thus far. <laughs> so you literally greased her up, and then you had to pull her through? Did, at any point, Jeez, did you bring please. up the fact that you had
2: a podcast to get to? <laughs> I
1: was, like, 10. Oh, this oh you was were a 10. Long time oh, this ago. was a long time
2: ago. Yeah. Mm. Cool, though. I mean,
6: great. Uh, it's, real, it's real cool. It's real cool. Um,
2: it's cool. Well, you know what? I think, and, and, and I know this is kind of a duplicate gift. Uh, this is a great story. I think you could probably also use a sexual lubricant. <laughs> um, I know that... Um, you know, just in case you have to get another grandma out of a dog door or you know, it's just it's tough tough to get it in. And it you can work for both situations. And you know, and you know what?
1: Because you're 10 years old, if I understood that correctly, <laughs> here's 3 tiny dinosaurs and a sea turtle.
3: Oh! oh.
2: Katie, that was Katie? Yes, Katie, Katie ladies Katie and gentlemen. everybody. Listen sure.
1: folks, Take that's our shirt. show. Thank Scott you. Simpson, Merlin Mann, Jordan Thank you, Morris, guys. Jesse Thorne. Here's our outro music. We'll see you next time. Bye. We're back tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, for International Waters. <laughs>